Hello. Hello. Hi. Welcome to another episode of Lady and the Harlot podcast. I'm Dagna. I'm Cheryl. And how are you guys doing? How are you doing? Oh, I'm wonderful. I'm just peachy keen. Yeah. Do we say that anymore? Peachy keen? Peachy keen. <laughs> I'm just absolutely terrific. Uh, Not really, but you know. Absolutely fantabulous. Yeah. No, it's been, uh, how's your week been? It's been pretty uh, of same shit, different day, so to speak. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I, it's like, you know, you have those moments in life where you're just, it's just like things are just kind of cloudy and you're just kind of going, going with the flow. Haze. Yeah. You just, kinda I, I've been going through that my whole fucking life. <laughs> <laughs> going with the flow. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I love having things to look forward to, you know? I know. Like this, uh, concert that we're supposed to be going i to. know <laughs> I just Which is right like, around the corner time goes by fast i know Shit. i'm so yeah. so fucking excited about that so thank you for reminding me about that because now depeche my, mode yes my cloud is kind of i see sun rays in the future <laughs> 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 for about two hours in on on uh in what april yes. yeah <laughs> yeah a day after my birthday mm-hmm that is going to be so, so good, as as you guys know how much I love Depeche Mode, and this will be Cheryl's first time seeing them. Yeah, it's so f- ironic, because I know yes. we were like, God, I, you know, you got me into them, <laughs> as crazy as that is. And I was like, I brought up yeah. us, you know, you know, I would love to see them in concert. Yeah. I said, even though and I possibly didn't seem like yeah. it was going to happen. Yeah. You know, and I said, I said to you, I said, next time they tour, we're fucking going. And, and then, then it was happened. like last May, they lost their keyboard player. And I was yeah. just, I, I was crying. I was just like, oh, I'm never going to see them again. And oh my God. And so that's something to look forward to. Yeah. Something to look forward to. But even though, you know, life is, we're kind of just going through the flow of life mm. and here yeah. we are. Yeah. I've been uh, so much in a freaking haze and cloud that like so as you guys know that i'm in therapy again uh due to as you guys know hero to zero part one and two yeah (laughs) that's actually for social media yes i know that's our social media music but that's also like okay this is scary that we put ourselves in these situations yeah Yeah. where cheryl and i both have been in relationships where we're very bad actually yeah back at it yeah and it's like how when i'm just like so happy and grateful that we both woke the fuck up it took a long you know for me it Mm -hmm. took a long time Mm -hmm. because i was even though i was with other people it's just so weird how we end up going back to this toxicity of a relationship. So here we're in this relationship for X amount of years and we get out of it and then we go back mm-hmm. <laughs> to this toxic person. Yeah. You know, we <laughs> somehow get a good away, you know, get away from this person again. We get into another relationship for whatever amount of years. That ends. We go back. <laughs> right. Right. So we, we we've done the we've done the episode of going back to the ex. Yeah. Right. We've done the, you know, um, is it is it safe to go back to an ex? I think that was like, or, it, or should you go back to an ex? Yeah, I think it was like, like, like it was yeah. like our third or fourth episode. And the reason we did that episode is because I was questioning about going back to an ex, which you did, which I did. Now, now Cheryl has also done that, and it was so funny because we were both in the same place with these people, mm-hmm. right? And where when you went back to your ex. And I'm looking at you in those moments, like you're in this euphoric state, like everything is so good this time around. It's going yeah. to be good this time around. And Cheryl was going above and beyond for this fucking person. And I'm like, where the hell are you? Like, 
do you not see like what the fuck is yeah. going on and it's funny yeah. when you're in when you're in, in that it. place yeah you don't realize it you i did realize it but mm-hmm. it was like i it's just were you trying to fake yourself out i don't you even think? know you know what it was is because i think i felt so alone mm. for so many years mm-hmm. and here's somebody who i was familiar with mm-hmm. who i i've known for so many years who knew me the mm-hmm. ins and outs of me and, you know, he was also kind of like a friend because we would sit and talk for hours about just bullshit, random stuff, joking around, everything like that. So it was just like gaining a friend all over again. Mm-hmm. But then not ignoring all the abusive aspects that came along with him. Mm-hmm. And when I say abuse, it was that man put me to the low. Like when I think back to when I was younger, it was like, he even put me into a, like a suicidal state mm-hmm. when I think about it. This is like going back, you know, all the way back um, when I was younger. And I'm just like, why, why do you, I allow myself to get so low on myself <laughs> with somebody right. who in reality acts like, I'm not fucking here doing the quotes, even though you can't see me, acts and says he cares, but in reality didn't right because if you don't care about somebody's mental state to the point that they're low to the point where they're like what the fuck why am i here yeah yeah and you don't do something to correct that then it's just like you know yeah and and um you know i was saying like i was in that place of being on the outside seeing you mm-hmm. and then and then here it comes years later i we're switched where yeah you're on the outside and I'm in it and you're looking at me like, where's Dagna? Like, yeah. no, because that's how, yes. how it was. Right, right. No, it was just like here, you know, before you got back with the ex and I'm seeing how you were. And then when you got back with him, it's just like, what the fuck just happened? Like and just it was lost. just, you just lost yourself. And it's like, you stopped caring about yourself mm-hmm. and who you were. And it was just like, your focus went on this dude. And I'm like, fucking for what? <laughs> you <laughs> <Right>? know, <laughs> I'm like, you know, right. but then I understood mm-hmm. because I did the same thing. Mm-hmm. I was going, you know, the shit that I did. Yeah. When I say, cause you know me in every single relationship, regardless if it's a, in every single relationship, I give 110% of myself. I give all of myself. And that's a bad part about me. Yeah. Where here we should just limit what we should limit ourselves to how much we give of ourselves to somebody, you know? Um, Oh, this is Miss Daphne's phone. <laughs> Sorry. Um, we should limit ourselves to how much we give of ourselves to a person, mm-hmm. especially when we know the ramifications of what happened and took place before prior to oh, all yeah. of that. Yeah, I, I, but we're both in the same place, and I know a lot of our listeners, and we've gotten emails from a lot of our listeners that do fall trapped to the same stuff. We're all humans and we love that familiarity. Yeah. But, and, and it's like, oh, it's someone who knows me, knows me. Yeah. Because they knew me from back in the day and they were there and they went through all the ups and downs with us and da 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 da. And maybe it's going to be different this time around. But it's not. And it's not. And then we're, and then we keep forgetting that we're different people now. Yes. So that's the thing as well. Mm-hmm. You know, here I, I was dealing with this person who thought, you know, Oh, this is the old Cheryl. Mm-hmm. And as time went on, which led me to walk away from this person, was I'm not the same person as I used to be. You know, I do indulge in, and I do like the same things to some degree. But it's this not, is what I want and need now. Yeah. And, and you're not that person to yeah, give me that shit. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, and when it got to the point where my life was put in 
danger technically mm-hmm. and i have kids you know who and i have mom. and my mom who i have to now think about this is not, just not me like back in the day it was just only me where I, I could just you know be carefree and not you know give a shit but now i have other people that i have to think about and for him not to give a shit about that mm-hmm. and his thing well it's just oh you're not doing this for me and me me the word is me 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 yeah. not thinking about you and us. Uh, yeah, and thinking about my life and, and my that, family. And not only that, he's married. Yes, he was married. <laughs> so it's like, you're not even thinking about your wife and your kids and what you're putting them through. Yeah. And granted, she has, I'm sure she has an idea of she did. what the fuck is going on, but she's just deciding, they both are settling for each other. Right. And that was another thing that I did not feel right about. Mm-hmm. You know, I felt right about it at, at one point. I didn't give a shit because I knew... You know, this is the thing about me. I don't feel, I don't condone cheating. I don't condone dipping out on your marriage or doing any of that. I don't condone any of that. So this is when you say we're making bad decisions. That was a bad decision. Oh, yeah. That was a bad choice of mine to even do, Mm -hmm. you know, because here I was in a, at some point in a marriage that I was getting out of. Mm -hmm. And I just felt like, well, you're married, I'm married, then, you know, hey, why not? Yeah, Yeah. fuck it. And and, and I was in this fuck it attitude because I was going through a divorce. Shit wasn't going right with me. And I wasn't happy. And you were doing just something that has instant gratification. Yeah, You feel good at that time. Yeah, at that time. Yeah. It wasn't right, Mm -hmm. you know, and I'm not saying it was the right choice for me to make. Clearly it was the right decision for me to make. But, and, you know... The shit that we do when we're not in the best place yeah. <laughs> mentally, you know, no. I mean, we don't make the best choices when we're not in the place right. mentally, you know, we tend to make the wrong decisions. At some point we eventually do wake up and we're like, what the fuck am I doing? Mm-hmm. I don't belong here. I don't feel right being here anymore. And that's just what it was. Yeah. You know, at some point you do walk away and say, I need better for myself. This is just not the end game for me. Especially when things haven't changed in the interim, like, of like what, you guys were really doing anyway. No, it was the same. It, the listen, same. It, it shit. was the same. It was just. It was just mainly based sex based. Yeah, it's. That's it, all it really was. Yeah. Even though his mind, he made up some yeah. other ex, next level. Like I said, shit. he's fucking delusional. He made some <laughs> next level. When I say he made some next level bullshit, it was just like he was thinking far ahead. Like, yeah. oh, when we retire to Florida, and <laughs> you live in this house across the street, and me, and my wife will be here, and I'm looking at him like, I'm thinking, you should have saw my face. I w- I was just like, this is just for right now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, like I, he, he was really expecting yes. you to just be at his side. Yeah. The side I'm, chick. I, in my mind, I'm thinking this is just for what it Can is for the moment. Can you imagine making that decision? Like, yes, I'm going to be the side chick until the day I die. Hell no. I don't know anybody that actually has that as an end goal. Yeah. <laughs> like in my mind, I, in my mind, yeah. it, I was just thinking about, listen, because you know what? You know what my type yeah. was. Yeah. And still is. Yes. <laughs> Hasn't fucking changed. I know. You know, he was just there for the moment because Mm -hmm. of all the bullshit that I was going through. Mm -hmm. But at some point, I was very clear. He knows, you know, he knew at that at that time what I wanted. And I kept saying to him, I want this. I need this. This is only going to last. But for what? You know, but for so long. Mm hmm. You know, he's just like, oh, are you looking for somebody? He says, yeah, because I, I don't want this. Yes. You know, especially when after the divorce was finalized and time was going on and I started to see things within him that I just started to detest. It's, it's disgusting. Yeah, yeah. And I just was just like and I it started to turn my stomach. So it's so funny. You know, it's it's like God forces you to at some point see the reality of shit. You know, I was so blind mm-hmm. by so much 
for so long, so many years. And I kept going back, Mm -hmm. kept going back at some point. And it just got to a breaking point for me where now when I even talk about it and I think about it, it turns my stomach. Mm -hmm. And you feel that, that, that showering of like and disappointment in yourself yeah. for making that decision. No, I, I'm heavily disappointed because you know you know the amount of shit that I did for oh, this yeah. person. <laughs> yeah. Like it's 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 sad and it it puts I get mad at myself. Oh yeah. When I think about everything that I did, all the things I put myself through physically and emotionally mm-hmm. for for what? I did the same thing. You know I did the for, exact same thing. You know and we always had that question of, you know, do you go back to an ex and people are like, well, why they're an ex for a reason? True. However, there's those rare one-offs where both people have grown and that connection is real and strong. Yeah. And then they do really belong together. Right. Um, I think in both of our situations, that's an absolute hell no. No. <laughs> because no. now that I'm learning more about, because we both grew. Yeah. And I'm learning more about narcissism. Like I know that now we're in a day and age of like, we throw around, uh, gaslighting and narcissism and projection right. and but the thing is people are throwing around these terms not really understanding what it's, what does it mean and what does it look like right right and um and I didn't even mention what what this episode, episode is but yeah it's we haven't we just started talking, <laughs> talking about yeah, yeah. <laughs> but sorry it, but, audience no, no, but it's okay <laughs> but it, 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 no 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 it's okay because this is this is this it is leads us, into yeah this is this is us being organically raw yeah um so it's relationships with a narcissist so this is what you know we've been so passionate this morning and having conversation after conversation and kind of backtracking and thinking why didn't we see these signs? And then we didn't and we see, did. We, we saw certain things, but we didn't understand what that, that what that was and what it was going to continue to look like. Right. Even though we were in it for fucking years. Right. <laughs> years, like decades. Yeah, it is decades. You know? If you want to get technical. Yeah. Like for you, it was decades. For me, it was a little over a decade. I've known this person since I was 19. Right. You know? So. Right. And I'm now, you know the age I am now. Don't want to really say it. <laughs> it's okay um but yeah i found this clip and i really 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 wished that i had heard all of this stuff um i think all this is to save myself the trouble and the time and the heartache and the headache but you know the thing is yeah yeah because i just kept myself but the thing is that this is not stuff that was talked about Mm mm-hmm at some point, you know, it's just now that we're starting to, because the light of where things are in the world today, now we're diving deeper into mental health and we're talking about certain topics mm-hmm. that we normally really didn't talk about publicly. Growing up, no. Yeah. You never you know heard about I mean? mindfulness and meditation yeah. and, and different disorders it or was personalities. Yeah. They put shame on talking about certain things like that, mm-hmm. especially when it came down to mental health, you mm-hmm. know, and talking about abuse and stuff like that. So this is just something that now as we're getting old, especially with this generation and with things are now, I think as a people, we're mm-hmm. talking about it more mm-hmm. and it's being more put out there in terms of light. Yeah. And, and just to, to stay on the fact that like, I'm always saying, Oh, you guys are not alone. Like I know a lot of you have either been through this or currently in it. Right. Um, and I'm, um, I think that we've all have, been in some kind of narcissistic abusive relationship right i have okay. you know and you have mm-hmm. i was in an abusive narcissistic, you know relationship mm-hmm. on and off for years you yeah. know where i was 
being gaslighted, being made to feel less than, mm-hmm. you know, for or that you're years. crazy. Like yeah. You're, like you're, like, or <laughs> yeah, not even only crazy yeah. or as if like, you don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Like, as if like, I don't have no common knowledge of anything. Like, I'm fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah. Like, sweet, sweet. I, I went to school as well as you. Yeah. Like, yeah, you met me in school. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because you're the man. Yeah. Um, You have to talk down to me. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, you know, here, like, the average woman. Like, I don't know anything. And us mm-hmm. women, we're freaking educated and we're knowledgeable just like any other man. And we have intuition. Yeah, and we do have intuition, even mm-hmm. though some women don't follow that intuition. Yeah. Um, But, you know, when I think back to so much, it's just like... It, it saddens me, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, I'm going to play this clip. Hopefully nobody interrupts it. Um, <laughs> and basically it was something that I found on, on Instagram. And it says if a, if a narcissist was honest up front, like when, once you meet them, they literally put it all out on the table of what they're going, what they're about to do to you. What their intentions are. Yeah. yeah. So it, w- I, it really struck me. So I'm just going to play it. I'm not going to love you. I just want you to love me. I can't love anyone but myself. But I feed off of the love of other people. Lucky for me, I know exactly how to make you fall in love with me. First, I'll be everything you've ever wanted. Charming, funny, thoughtful, smart, romantic. Life with me will seem like a fairy tale. The first month, you'll be so swept off your feet. There'll be moments that your intuition picks up red flags, but I'm so used to explaining those away. You'll get over it quickly. You want to believe that I'm as great as I seem to be, so I'll let you. Now that you're completely infatuated with me, I'll get you to trust me. I'll pretend to open up about a few shallow things, maybe even things that didn't happen, so that you feel safe opening up to me. I don't care what you've been through, but I need you to open up to me so that I can see your weaknesses. I'll pretend to care about your traumas, your insecurities, your fears, all the while making a detailed list about every single one of them so that I can use them as ammunition against you. I'm not going to love you. So, yeah, that that really struck me, like hit home. Right. Because when I think back, I think back to the ex-husband and obviously Hero and the beginning stages. You need to stop calling him Hero. Well, yeah, zero. <laughs> Sorry. Correction. <laughs> Correction. Um, And like, yeah, it was totally just like that. Like, I'm going to care. I'm going to be thoughtful. I'm going to do these things just to capture you. And once I have you, I'm going to do this, 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 and this. And it all played out exactly how right. she stated. Right. Um, Pretending to care. Mm-hmm. Pretending, you know, pretty much technically to draw you in. And, and make you trust in. them. Yeah. Make you trust them. Open up. So and they then know your weaknesses. And then use it against you. And, and then. Which is what happened to me. Yeah. Yes. And, and it just hit so far to home because I was like, you know, it's so funny because uh, Zero would constantly ask me about my childhood and certain situations or he would, and then he would like hold that, he would hold that in his head, mm-hmm. right? And then 
we'll just have like a random conversation. And he'd be like, oh yeah, like that time that da, 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 this happened to you and that happened to you. And I'd be like, well, yeah. And I was like amazed at the fact that he could remember those things. But then when he would do something to me mm-hmm. and I would come to him and be like, please don't do this because it makes me feel like this. It brings me back to this. It da, 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 da. Right. And then he'd be like, oh, I'm sorry. I had a dumb blonde moment. <laughs> every, I, every minute yeah, is a dumb blonde yeah, moment. <laughs> I had a dumb blonde moment. I didn't realize I was doing this. I right. won't do it again. And then he would do it again. And it's like, how come you can't make that fucking stick in your head? Right. How come you cannot retain the information that I'm giving you when I'm saying, don't do this. You're hurting me. Right. But you could retain a, a story and information about me because you took an interest in me and you wanted to know so much about me because you took an interest in me. Right. But you can't retain that information. That information. That that's the shit that hit me. Right. Where it's like, yeah, you're very well aware of what the fuck you're doing. Yeah, of course. And it's just like I said, like even even, you know, the last month or so, um, and coming out of, of that, that relationship. And one minute it was, well, I don't even know what I did. And then I tell you what you did. And then it's like, oh, well, I only did it because I thought that this meant this and it didn't matter. And da, 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 da. And it was like, so now you just admitted that, that you you're very yeah. well aware of what the fuck you did. Yeah. But you're trying to play it off. <laughs> but you're trying to play it off like, oh, I have no idea what I did. Right. I'm sorry. I just won't do it again. Kind of like, yeah. Brushing it off. Like, yeah. Like, bro, whatever. Yeah. And then when she said about, oh, I'll, I'll open up and I'll, I might share some things about myself. And that was one of the things that I realized that with him and my ex-husband is that they really truly did not let me in. They didn't yeah. want to let me in and they would make up stories, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, that should never happen. Or maybe these things did happen, but then you exaggerated, exaggerated it. it. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, and, and with, and with Zero, especially, he would make up things that w- became like a victim, woe is me situation. And I'm right. like, how, so how is that possible? Like, I would question it. I'd be like, well, how is that possible? Because it didn't make sense. It is, right. Yeah. And it's like, do you realize what that what that means or what that sounds like? And right. I, I would ask him and he'd be like, well, yeah, but this is what happened. And it's like, and then it's like, okay, because you want me to give you a hug or you want me to feel sorry, feel sorry for you. Yeah. yeah. And just kind of tug on the heartstrings type of shit, yeah. you know? Um, so yeah, it's, it's really, really such a mind fuck. Yeah. And now when I'm thinking back to those situations and little things and it's like, yeah, that happened and that happened and that happened. Right. And it's like, shit, I wish I saw that video this way. Cause like even now, now that I'm more aware Mm -hmm. and, and certain dates that I have been on. And then, like I said, like, um, and it's also the controlling aspect too. Yeah. like to control right the situation mm-hmm. and uh who uh, what was i calling him oh epic yeah even though i said no he's he's a basket case yeah like once he showed his fucking crazy and like i said he was acting like zero but talking to me like my ex-husband immediately i was like no nope, i'm not dealing with this right i just cut that shit right off right and i felt good about it and I feel even better about it now <laughs> because I'm being, I'm, I'm educating myself more right. to having my guard up on right. things. Um, with the ex, um, going back to that, the dude that I was talking about who you can't stand, <laughs> mm-hmm. he would be like that. He would, you know, here I would let my guard down and tell him about things that were very sensitive to me. 
now. Um, and he would later throw that back in my face, mm. you know, in a very volatile way to the point that I ended up feeling like shit. Like I felt like I, at that point I felt like I should have said anything to you. Like why did, did he, I, did he try to make you feel like things were your fault and he would use those things to kind of make you feel like that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, I brought up, you know, so we're, when it comes down to abuse, um, I've, I've dealt with all different forms of abuse, you know, and, um, even back to childhood mm-hmm. type of abuse. And I had, um, told him about that. And later on, you know, you know, sometimes people say, you know, based off what happens to you as a child and, you know, um, for me, I became, I don't know if it's, you know, I don't know if, you know, based off what happened to me as a child and, you know, as you go through life, there's certain, everything affects you, Mm -hmm. you know, when it comes down to it. And and when you become an adult, it's like, I think that situation that happened to me as a child, I just put on the back burner and I just tried to live my life and try to forget about it. But it's not something that you You ever forget about. Mm -hmm. And here's somebody who I thought that I could really open up to and, and let in and they twisted it and turned it into a sick manner. Mm. and sick in terms of well here we were like going through these little sexual escapades and he twisted it in a, in a sick way where it was like oh well that's why you like to do this and that's why you like to do that's that disgusting. based on yeah. what happened to me yeah as a child yeah and that was the beginning of an end when he started talking like that and it was just like why would you say something like that that's right. disgusting you and know then and I mean? then claim you love me and there's an us yeah <laughs> Like, why would you even go there? Mm-hmm. You know? And he, it, it was just, I would never forget that. And I remember it just turned my stomach and it was just like, and I, at that moment, I remember getting off the phone. I was just like, why, what the fuck am I doing? Mm-hmm. You know? And that's not only it. It was just so many things that he would throw in my face. All the negatives that I've told him in my life that has made me feel like utter shit. He threw that in my face to make me feel like other shit even more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just in a sick, twisted way. You know what I mean? To yeah. f- make and, and I looked at it as as if to have power over me because I was very weak and vulnerable at those times. You know, and then, yeah, now years later, you want to say, you know, talk about us. Can we? us work it out can us like we're we're not done it's like dude there is no we. yeah <laughs> there's never ever been a we it's you yeah it's strictly you mm-hmm. and he has so much issues that he refuses to see that's beyond me or anybody else <laughs> that come you know could comprehend you know and he is far gone you know you know unfortunately somebody like him i don't think will ever see his faults or his own issues and he's not only done it to me he's done it to other women you know where he's preyed on other women and other people other women's weaknesses and used it to his benefit you know um and it it, yeah it's and we we kind of talked talked or touched on the topic of his childhood his upbringing and stuff like that and 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 it's just like I, I told Cheryl, it's like we we all have a past. We all come from something. We all went through some kind of traumas as a child growing up. We don't we don't realize it or we we kind of keep it in the background. Right. And those things play out later on in life. Yeah. Um, and in his case, he's he totally okay, his mom was non existent. That doesn't mean that you grow up to become an asshole. You know what I mean? Right. 
Um, I mean, I don't really want to dive so much into yeah, him because right. the more you talk about him <laughs> and the more I, the more I even talk about him. And mm-hmm. I know I'm talking about him because of this topic. Right. But um, it brings back a lot of things that I don't even want to even think about. Right. You know, and it's just it makes me sad. I know it, it, it is. A, it's, it, it makes is. me sad for myself mm-hmm. <laughs> and my kids even got to see me go through that, mm-hmm. which is even worse. Yeah. You know. For what? Yeah. Yeah. And, and 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 while we're in it, we don't even realize the damage that's happening or what we're doing or what we're showing our children. Like, I'm we're really, 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 really worried about my son. Yeah. Because he's seeing all of this stuff. And he's still involved, obviously, because his dad is his dad. Right. <laughs> you know? Um, it's and- just sad because I feel like um, I belittled myself. Mm-hmm. Like, I... You know, we talk about self-worth, you know, us, you know, loving ourselves and caring about ourselves. And um, I start to think, how much do I really love and care about myself to put myself through that? Mm-hmm. Even now, you know, I think about that. Oh, yeah. I think about that for myself you know, as well. And so much years of neglecting myself, you know, and even for my mental health, because I felt, you know, I've built up this wall you know, from childhood, you know, when it comes down to it and not feeling comfortable to let anybody in. I, I, I show, I give, even though I say I give 110% of myself, mm-hmm. when I sit and I think about it, I'm really not, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you know, yes, some aspect, yeah. you know what I mean? Because I'm not letting somebody a hundred percent in. I mean, even with us, you know, I grew up, like I said, I grew up for years, didn't even know you had sisters. Right. So, you know, for even a, but but you didn't even realize like that's important information that you tell a friend, <laughs> you know, because they were never it wasn't right. a factor, right? You know, you don't talk about something that is not in your life mm-hmm. that's not a, really a part of you. Yeah, but my it's family still there. was never really a part of me, mm-hmm. even up until today. They're really dead to me. Mm-hmm. You know, growing up when I st- when I think about it. I really didn't have a family, mm-hmm. like a traditional family. I, yes. I, I envy those families that, oh, yeah, that get together can. every Sunday, like have Italian dinner. family. Yeah. You know, like, you know, my yeah. my ex-husband yeah. and his family, a traditional Italian family, yeah. where they always have each other's back. They're always there for one another, even though not all the time. Everybody has their faults. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, they all gather together, oh, yeah. you know, for every holiday, for everything. My family is not like that. My family is a backstabbing family. Oh, yeah. An envious, jealous, backstabbing family that would rather see somebody. I'm not, and I'm not like that. You they're, know, they're all for self. Yeah. I'm one that will, I, even though I say like, just to say I'm not like in the best situation, you know, I love seeing other people do well mm-hmm. in life. I'm not going to be envious of that person that says, fuck that bitch, fuck right. that person <laughs> yeah. and, and wish bad upon them. Mm-hmm. That's my family. Yeah. And it's sad. And I'm not, I know I'm not the only one who's going through that. But in life, growing up, I didn't have them. Yeah. You know, my friends were more like my family, mm-hmm. more than anything. And that still reigns true to today. And thank God. <laughs> you you know? know what I mean? Like, I always say, I always say how grateful I am. And we're so lucky we have each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and, and I don't know what it is about me that believes in like the good of people and right still believe in love um yeah. i still believe in love too <laughs> um even though i haven't found it <laughs> which is sad yeah not it makes yet. me sad not yet yeah um but still believe in love still believe in expressing love and showing love 
Yeah. And you're making me want to cry. <laughs> no, you are. <laughs> We're <Yeah>. both crying. <laughs> you know why? Because I guess try not to. <laughs> Maybe you need to. Yeah. I guess because for me growing up, that was something that was always lacking. Mm-hmm. And even up until today. And I think to myself, this is why I probably put myself in these relationships with these guys who treated me such like shit. But you, you know, don't, and nobody deserves that. And I, no matter how much I tried and tried and tried, it, it still ended up the way it did. Mm-hmm. And I get so mad at myself when I think back to why did I allow this person to treat me like this? Because it would kill me to see my kids go through that. And I would never want my daughter or my son to be in that situation. And then on the flip side of that, you didn't even get that from your mom. Your mom didn't feel like, why is my my daughter shouldn't be going through this? No. Instead, (laughs) she... Listen, would, she, would take hate, their, she well, she hated the the one guy, but your yeah, ex-husband she she kept taking his side on things, which was like crazy. Yeah, she made me feel like you like were the problem. I was the problem yeah. instead of defending me mm-hmm. um, as a mother should. But and you know what? She did the same thing with my other sisters, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I didn't have that backing of a family to say, you know, Cheryl, you know, you shouldn't have to go through this. You shouldn't be putting yourself through this. I, it was a traditional family world. Well, at least he's not beating on you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, in, yeah. and it's like, I remember when my mother was getting on me when I, after my divorce mm-hmm. and I said, you know, she's like putting so much pressure on me. And I'm like, I have, I'm dealing with all of this, like, and still trying to have my mental state together. Cause it's hard when you're taking on so much mm-hmm. and you know, and you're trying to keep yourself together. And instead of her helping me, she was making me feel like you should have just stayed in this marriage that you were in, even though I was so unhappy in it. And I remember looking at my kids, and she, my kids are hearing my mother talk to me like this. I remember looking at my kids and I said, I will always support you no matter what. I may not agree with your decisions, but I would never, ever make you feel less than because I'm not on the same page as you. Even though I may not agree, I have no choice but to support you. Always have your back. But know that I'm always going to be there for you if you need me. And I had to say that in front of them because my kids are hearing my mother talk to me like this. Yeah, and they're going to think that's okay. And technically shaming me and Mm -hmm. making me feel like I should put up with it. Mm -hmm. So whatever a man throws at me, I should put up with. Whatever abuse a man is throwing at me, he's calling me a bitch. He's not helping me with the kids. He's not doing this. He's not doing that. Disrespecting you. Yes. Mm -hmm. In front of my son Mm -hmm. who's seeing this, Mm -hmm. even though my son, as little as he was at the time, was like all of, you know, (laughs) you know, defending me as he would now, you know what I mean? As crazy as that is, you know, um, I had to turn to them to correct that, that, you know, that negativity that my mom was throwing at me Mm -hmm. and look at my kids and say, dude, you know, this is not okay. Mm-hmm. you know and i shouldn't have had to, had to do that no you know but it is what it is mm-hmm. you know and it's just the lack of love and support that i've never gotten so this is another thing from this everything stems from childhood mm-hmm. that leads up into our current relationships to why we make as an adult we gravitate 
or maybe these men gravitate to us. Yeah, because <laughs> that's attraction, what it is. Attraction, you know, yeah. You know, to because why we, we fall into these traps because, of these type of relationships. Because we, we, we devalue ourselves. We, yeah. end up, we end up devaluing ourselves when we really shouldn't. And it all because of when we're growing up, we're thinking, well, maybe we do deserve this treatment. Maybe we this is what I deserve. You know, right. and then it's like a self-punishment. And it is a self-punishment. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know where I get that from where I'm like believing that that there is love. It does exist. And 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 just <laughs> I don't know. Like Dagna's world is Dagna's world. I right. don't understand Dagna's world. But I'm in that that space all the time of like expressing love and showing love and getting like my grandma. Like my grandma's a fucking hard ass. Right. Uh very stubborn. And uh, and for years, like her family really sabotaged her and betrayed her. And she left Puerto Rico at like 18 and never looked back and doesn't want to go back and has, she loves them, her family, but from afar, but never trusted them. Right. And I grew up with her telling me like, love doesn't exist. Get that out of your head. Because don't, of what she went yeah, through. Yeah. And she would say, don't trust anybody, not even your own family. She kept saying that. Don't trust anybody, not even your own family. And I'm in that space of, I don't really believe that. I believe that there are people that you can trust and that there are people that are family and family isn't always blood. Right. And I don't know where I got that from or why I'm that way or whatever. (laughs) But from the day that she told me that I was on a mission (laughs) to constantly get her to crack down her wall. Right. And believe me. And like now if I call her, she's the first one that's like, I love you. I'm so proud of you. Which is crazy because she never was like that. Yeah. She's never said that to my dad or my uncle, yeah. you know? And and it's like, oh, all my hard works and efforts has worked, <laughs> you know? She yeah. loves she loves me now. Um, she's not a big fan of, of, of girls. She always liked boys better than girls. Right. Um, and she would tell me that. She's like, no offense to you, but I don't like girls. Yeah. <laughs> I like boys. Boys are better than girls. Um, but, like, she's like, you know, you're my daughter since I never had a little girl, you right. know? Um, and, and then in, and I felt like I was on the same mission with you. Right. Even, you know, we're kids and I'm like, you know, what's going on? Like, I could always feel like that tension around you. Like you were always protecting yourself. Yeah. And I didn't know because I had a lot, I had, you know, I didn't, we all, we all go through things as a child. I think, you know, when we think back to our class, you Mm -hmm. know, and stuff like that, we all was going through Mm -hmm. something. Mm -hmm. We all go through something. It's just life. Right. You know what I mean? Some more than others. Right. Um, mentally growing up, I was not okay. Uh And I suffered depression Mm -hmm. straight through. Well, what saved me was my daughter, Mm -hmm. (laughs) me having my daughter as crazy as that is. And I think me, that's what made me wake up because now it wasn't just me anymore. I had somebody else that I had to take care of. Yeah. You know, and I wanted so desperately to be a mother. And it was just like when I had her, it was just like. Well, you felt like that. That's the thing that was going to help you. In my case, with having my depression, I felt like what was going to save me was being away from my crazy ass family. And and yeah. and that's what I mean. Like I, if I stayed in New York as a teenager. Mm hmm. Like I, I, I already felt like I'm not going to see 20 if I stay here. Right. So I was like, what, what do I want? And what I wanted was to get away from them. So that's why I left. Right. And then I remember, like I said, the very first day waking up in New Hampshire and just feeling peace. Right. And, and I grew up in chaos and just peace, quiet. And now all I really have to count on is me. 
if I fuck up anything, it's me. Right. Because I was in survival mode from the time I came out of my mom. Right. Now your mom, you what would you consider your mom as in terms of narcissist? Like oh, hell yeah. Of, hell yeah. In terms of how she was. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because she would constantly, until this very day, you know, she could never be happy for anybody, genuinely happy for anybody without right. bringing it back to herself. Right. And I don't feel the need to share things with her because if I share something with her, it's always going to come back to her. Right. She brings it back around. Oh, yeah. It's always about her. Always been about her. And she refuses to see the stuff that she's done to our family. Right. Because at the end of the day, it's only her feelings that matter. Right. Nobody else's. Yeah. She always. Even though she doesn't see that. No. It's always the victim. The woe is me. Well, I guess I just didn't do this. Or I guess da 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 da. When you start your, your statements with I guess I... Yeah. Well, I guess I like right then and there that that's the there's the narcissist just kicking in. Right. Um, And it's not like, you know what? I'm I'm really sorry that I did this to you. I'm really sorry that I made you feel this way, you know, and, and, and really deep diving themselves to go back to why am I doing this shit? Right. Because. I'm learning that narcissists are made. They're not born that way. My grandfather, my, her dad was a narcissist. Right. So it only makes sense as to why she is the way she is. You know, um, she definitely has always looked for his approval. Never got it. When it got to my grandmother, like she never, my mom never once thought to herself, I'm the first born of four. And the amount of stress that my grandma was in. She was, my grandfather left her to raise these four kids alone, <laughs> you know? Right. He was never home. He was out gambling and an alcoholic, but but was doing amazing things for young black youth. He was an activist and right. very a big political head and, and did all this great shit in the city with the union and all of that. Mm-hmm. And, but yet when it came to his family, he was non-existent. Right. I do have an aunt that's younger than me that sings his fucking praises and ignores the fact of the asshole that this man was. Right. Because she's just like, it has nothing to do with yeah, me. Yeah, that's my daddy. Like, that's her. Mm. Then my daddy's the greatest man on the planet. No, your daddy had five fucking kids with three women and only chose to be around for you and ignore the rest. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then talk about his, I did this and I did that and I'm amazing and da, 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 da. And then he would, he would compare all of us. Right. So it was like, oh, Dagno, uh, how are your grades in school? Oh, good. Um, I have a 92 average. Oh, well, so-and-so has a 95 average. She's the president of the school. Like he would do shit like that. And it's like. To belittle you. Yeah. yeah. Make, make me feel less than and, and, yeah. and all of that. So that's where my valuing my self-worth starts when you're a kid right you know he was a straight-up asshole and then my mom like seeing all of that and being the firstborn my grandma has to try to manage her attention to four kids which is not easy not easy yeah you know and instead of helping my grandma out she just added to the fire right just added to the shit and then would come back and be like, well, my mother was never there for me. My mother cared more for so-and-so than me. And, the, and it's like, no, she had a lot to do. Right. And where were you to fucking help? Right. You know? And then when my grandma's health took a turn for the worse, 
I go to my mom and say, hey, I'm noticing this with grandma. There was not once, what, what, sh- what can I do to help? Let me see what I could do to help. Let me see if I can get my brothers in on this and, or see if I can reach out to my brother in Virginia or whatever. No, it was like, well, all right, well, I don't know what you're going to do about that or what we're, what, yeah. Like, you know, she just kind of shrugged her shoulders and put her hand up to it. Right, she didn't care. Yeah, and then my grandma passed away, and I remember the day after my grandma passed away, like, I was, I was in a really bad state. And mm-hmm. I remember my mom sitting on my bed, and I mentioned something about, sorry about that, <laughs> mentioned something about my grandmother, and then she's, my mom, again, well, she never did this for me, and she was never there for me. And I just lashed out at my mom, and I said, well, she's fucking dead now, and she, you can't do nothing about it. Right. Let it go. <laughs> you know? Like, you're, you're, you're living in a fucking world of you think that you, you've been the greatest person on the planet. Well, you haven't. Right. You know? So I can't feel like I, I understand where my mom's bullshit comes from. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wish she would get help. Cause at the end of the day, that's what it boils down to. Mm-hmm. You know, I think for you and I, we recognize our faults and we recognize the things that we need to work on. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of people that don't see their ways mm-hmm. that are very negative. They don't right. see the issues that they're going through. They refuse to acknowledge it and they ignore it. Right. And they go through life like everything is great. And there's nothing wrong with me. It's you. Right. You know, and in reality, no, it's, it's really stems it's to you. You. <laughs> yeah. you know, you're the problem and you're putting out your negativity on other people. Mm-hmm. And then when you see other people's reactions, you're like, well, why are you acting that way? It's yeah. Like, you know, are you not seeing yeah. how you're <laughs> treating me? <laughs> or are you saying, not, you know, yeah, yeah. The things that you're saying and it all falls back to, you know, you know, the main topic, you know, cause you know, we're, you know, we tend to go off the yeah. topic, but it's all connected. But it is all connected. Yeah. yeah. You know, when it comes down to it, you know, but dealing with somebody who is a narcissist, it's, it's difficult, mm-hmm. you know? And I think a lot of us have dealt with people from, and not only just in relationships, but relationship with our family, yeah. you know, like people just all around us who want to be controlling, who doesn't take the time to see, you know, it's just scary when you think about it, because when we talk about narcissistic traits and the fact that a narcissist is made, right. The amount of narcissistic people out there. So as I'm learning on the topic and all of this stuff, and I was having a conversation with my son weeks ago Mm -hmm. and I don't know how we got on this topic. And he was telling me that it bothers him that he's definitely a, a perfect mixture of his dad and myself. Right. So I asked him, I said, well, what do you mean? And he said, well, you know, dad has this temper and I, I see that I have this temper, but when those moments pop up, like, I feel like I have no control. Right. And that's exactly how his dad is. And I'm like, but the fact that you're aware of it is, is great. Mm -hmm. And then I said, well, what, what bad trait about me do you think you have? Mm -hmm. And then he, he's mentioned that, that I'm a narcissist. So then I started questioning, like, well, do you really understand what a narcissist is? Like, can you give me a situation where I was a narcissist to you? And he couldn't. And then I started really thinking, like, am I a narcissist? Like, am I doing these things to him? Like, I don't want to do these things to him. So then I went to my aunt. And my aunt's like, he doesn't really understand. What the word really. What the word means and the traits and what to look for. Right. She's like, um, so she goes, but the fact alone that you're questioning yourself. 
is she's like, we all have narcissistic traits. Are we a narcissist at the end of the day? No, no. But there are certain things that will trigger us to respond a certain way or whatever the case may be. She's like, but just the fact alone that you're concerned and you're questioning yourself. She's like, no, Dagna, you're not, (laughs) you know? Yeah. And I do the ones that are not questioning themselves and don't see anything wrong are the ones that are. So I was telling, like, I'm, I'm like looking at things and, and hearing, uh, traits and, and like I said, I, I want to catch myself in those moments if I am coming across that way. Right. You know? And so, but I noticed with me that if I do make a, let's say a narcissistic statement, I always have a reason why it's not like I'm saying it with the benefit of getting what I want back. Right. Like, like I'm the saying response. it, I'm saying yeah. it as, for reason of concern to address the matter. And right. To, so, to, to, to fix it. Yeah. But not fix- in a, but not in a way where I'm. Uh, I'm getting this attention from you so the focus could be now turned on to me me. yeah Yeah. (laughs) like I'm not I'm not uh uh trying to manipulate the situation right to win so it's in my favor yeah you know what I mean it's or and I'm not doing it so that I'm uh I can get my way yeah yeah I'm doing it because I want to be on the same page with my partner right and I care (laughs) enough to bring up these concerns of mine Right. And to address it and to fix the situation. Right. So it benefits the both of us. Yes. Not just me alone. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so then I'm like, you know, and then, and then I was thinking about conversations that I've had with, with zero and he would say that I, I would be gaslighting him. And then I'm like, but how? Because you're breaking in reality. That's nonsense because mm-hmm. you're the type of person to break it down. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm giving you a B C D E F G <laughs> and I'm like laying it all out on the table for you to see. Mm-hmm. So how am I gaslighting you when I'm here trying to explain to you each detail? So you yeah. have a better understanding of where I'm coming from. Right. And you then, know, so, yeah. and then, and, and all of the situations that we had, he created. Right. If you didn't understand, <laughs> yeah. I keep telling you, if you don't understand or if you're confused, ask me. me. Yeah. You know, but he didn't, he didn't choose to do that. Instead, he would act out, act out and make up his own conclusions. Instead yes. Of acting, asking you. Yeah. Like, like crazy, crazy stuff. And then yeah. it started to make me question myself. Like, wait, what am I, am I wrong? Right. Did I, did I really, did I say that? Like, I don't recall saying this, right. you know? And so I was, I found an, another video. Um, I don't know how much we have <laughs> yeah. where the clock is coming down. Um, I'm going to see if I could try to play it with, uh, without any, cause I had to mute my phone. So hopefully it plays <laughs> cause everybody just loves calling me at the wrong time. It always seems to work out that way. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm so popular. <laughs> I am so popular. Um, oh, gosh. Yeah. So signs that you're dating a narcissist. Um, I'm going to see if I could try to play it where it should be. Um, of course. Got to love advertisements, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so wait a minute. I think. Let me see if I can go back. Yeah. All right. So the, the it's with Dr. Romani. Uh, she does a, a whole series on narcissism. And she I, I love watching her videos because I'm like definitely learning a lot. And then it starts to trigger memories and For stuff. And, and yes. then I start to like think about things. Um, so one of the questions that the guy had asked her, I'm just going to try to cue it up to that. And it was a very good question but it's about gaslighting. Let's 
explain gaslighting a little more. What does that look like? Gaslighting looks like, literally, like I said, when somebody kind of denies your reality. So you might say something like, I feel really sad that you said that to me. And they'd say something like, you have no right to say that. You have no right to feel that way. Or they'll say something, you'll have an argument with them and they will have said something terrible to you a couple of days before. And you'll say, listen, when you said, and they'll say, I never said that. And so it's literally like they deny your reality. And when somebody says, I never said that, most normal people tend to question themselves. Mm. And so, in fact, I always say one of the ringers that you're in a relationship with a narcissist who's gaslighting you is you start feeling the need to voice record your conversations with oh them so you can play it back to them. I always say, once you feel like you need voice memos in a relationship, it may be time to get out. Okay. I have been in a relationship, a voice memo relationship where I thought I am going to record our next conversation yeah, because no, you are right. just not believing that what has been said has been said. Gaslighting. Wow. But that doesn't necessarily mean that that person was a narcissist. No, that can be a part of lots of different. Yes, but it could be a key indicator. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this yeah. is hard for a lot of people, I feel yeah. like, because we do in our society throw around that term all the mm -hmm. time. You know, you get mad at somebody and say, well, they're being a narcissist yes, or no. they want to have dinner at eight. And you're like, well, they're a narcissist. No, they just want to have dinner at eight. You know, <laughs> right. So these these types of factors really help people narrow it in yeah. when they're actually dating a narcissist. So, yeah. That right there was, I went through a lot of that with, with my ex-husband and the ex and, um, right. and, and it's so funny because she was like, you know, you start to feel like you need to start recording your conversations with them. And I've done that with my ex-husband because he would constantly be like, he'll say something with me. And then when those, he'd be like, yeah, we're going to do this. And then all of a sudden it plays out this way where we say, okay, well, this is the route we're going to go. And then I'm like, all of a sudden he's doing something different. And I'm like, well, we, we agreed we were going to do this. I never said that. Yeah. No. What are you talking about? I never said that. Right. So it's like, fuck, now I got to record it because he's literally saying this, that, and the third, Right. <laughs> you know? And then even with my ex just recently, he doesn't know this and I don't even know or care if he's fucking listening anymore. But yeah, the last, I think two serious conversations we had, I recorded it. Right. Because he would come up with these, he would just be like, oh, I, you know, oh, you said this on your podcast or you said that. And it's like, yeah, but you're not listening to the rest of the statement. Right. Or you're not listening as to why did I bring this up? Right. So why are you, you're taking this little part and feeling that you can use that to come against me? Right. Which is wrong to do. No. Right. I think another part, you know, that that was mentioned was like the complete disregard, not like validation of your feelings. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like here you're expressing yourself and that person is just like, well, as if I don't care. Yeah. As if to say, <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. So yeah. it's a complete disregard of what you're trying to come across because, you know, they don't care. <laughs> At the end of the day, <laughs> yeah, it just is what it is. Um, I, I'm sure they we just only, they only care about them, their own uh, feelings. Yeah. I yeah. think that, that we went all around. <laughs> yeah, we did. Like, you know, um, we kind of went from, yeah, <laughs> we started talking about this, you know, you know what, because when you talk about this type of relationship, it mm -hmm. hits on, a, it hits and it triggers. Yeah. A lot of different areas. Oh yeah. You know? when it comes down to different things from it makes you think about everything from 
childhood to everything and it makes you think why yeah so, childhood self-worth yes. shame gaslighting projection like it it's a lot it's a very heavy discussion right so heavy that it can go past an hour <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah and um and i know i think that we're gonna keep touching on this topic as right. the time goes on um this is probably just the first of many <laughs> right <laughs> in all honesty um i know that we're gonna have to wrap this up very very soon um so <laughs> with that being said uh, i really hope that you guys um took notes yeah sorry for the emotional side <laughs> don't be sorry <laughs> yeah i do we have, we you have know nothing. me because you know me i don't i don't express my emotion no i'm like hard as a rock no, but you need solid to. as <laughs> a rock <laughs> that's what this love is <laughs> but <laughs> but we need to you know if, if we're connecting with you guys we have to truly connect with you guys and and you guys know that we're just real yeah and this is how i talk with you know, with Dagna. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's us, mm -hmm. you know, I don't know. Like, you know, so you're kind of getting a feel of how we are when we are talking, on the phone on talking. That's why I said our, our podcast is literally sitting in on our phone calls. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. yeah. Um, I know, I know of one listener in particular that this real, this episode is going to hit home for her. Um, and, uh, I've shouted her out before, but you know, anyway, just so you know, uh, you're not alone. We love you guys. If you want to reach out to us on Facebook or Instagram, it's Lady in the Harlot. Our episodes are on ladyintheharlot.com along with our merch link. Yes. Boom. Okay. Ladyintheharlot.com. So <laughs> check it out. Please, uh, if you like our podcast, we always say leave a positive review. Um, we're here spilling our guts. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and we hope you enjoy. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so that's another episode of Lady in the Harlot Podcast. I'm Dagna. I'm Cheryl. And we'll catch you around next time. Bye. Peace. All the good girls go to up, up, up. All the good